Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Let's go! Wow. <laughs> season three, I think, begins now. Is it season Have we been doing this for three seasons already? Three seasons of the pod. Wow. <laughs> We're getting we're getting pretty famous. And Kyle said the first word of the pod, not Ian. I know. I purposefully waited <laughs> into I that. Didn't have to compete with your whoops. I cheers you. It's because I Woo! it's a new season, new me. I was gonna say that. New season, new me. You guys just wait. I've got so much that's new and special. Really? You're gonna like love rookies, root for the bears. <laughs> It's a, it's Say a, America's team is the Cowboys. I'm going to be a different person every right, season. You guys like, heard it. We yeah. have to. That's going to be the fun a part. Change. Is figuring out who the real America's team is this year. Yes. Uh, yes. Is it Desmond Ritter who threw for 40 yards and a half? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? It's Behan yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Let's yeah. start on our question of the day, guys. This one usually. It, it comes from one of us just coming up with some random salsa queso guac. Debates. This week comes from one of our listeners, Justin Matson. I would like you to assign an NFL team to Taco Bell menu items. Which item, or which team, is which menu item? We got to go through the entire list. Okay. No, cool. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that would take us way too long. Yeah. Any anything that stands out to you? Ian? Well, so it there's two at least menu items that are like staples. I think the, oh, uh, the oh the Crunchwrap Supreme. Okay, mm. okay. What would be the Crunchwrap Supreme? The Crunchwrap Supreme to me is like, it's it's old reliable. It's like the thing that you can always count on. You're like, this is a good thing. Belichick. When I, when I don't Jeez. know what I want, I know that this thing is gonna be just like reliable for yeah. me. It, I get. I guess Vikings. you would probably say the Vikings. <laughs> you can count on them to throw a seven-yard pass. Oh, in fourth you and can eight. count on them to blow a game they should have won. <laughs> Shout out to Justin for asking oh, us the question. Man, I, but you. you so what put, is your old reliable? You've told us. Yeah, what this is, is the old reliable? And you're like mm, the, the yeah. team that I could be like. I could depend on you. I'd probably say either the Eagles or the Chiefs. But if okay. I had to pick one, I'd okay. say the Chiefs. I'm going. Fire sauce, dolphins. <laughs> spicy, <laughs> spicy. Wow, what a hot take. Wow. Um, I, I'm going to say that the Rams are the Baja Blast just because Sean McVay, ten, his taste tends to make other things better. Baja, Mas, Baja Blast tends to make other items better than just having it on its own. Like Sean McVay by himself in the booth, could I drink it? Sure. Is it a lot better when he's next to Stafford <laughs> walking in like a Bond villain? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I'm going to say the Lions. Like the ri- Lions are uh, the churros. Ooh. You know why? They they bring me to my knees. They bite my kneecaps off, and they I was gonna help say, me go to sleep at night. <laughs> I personally, I love the cheesy gordita crunch. Whoa. It is like my okay. number one item that yeah. I will get. I was going to put the Lions there, but if you're going to put the Lions at churros, i got to put someone else at the cheesy gorditas. Yeah. Cheesy uh, gorditas. Who's the head coach for the, the Giants? A ball, a ball. I'm calling him a. He's a cheesy fiesta potato. He's just little, and I want to just you know enjoy it. But it's always a short-lived success. Yeah, you know, I got two scoops and I'm done. I'm I'm calling the Falcons the fries. 
the nacho uh, fries? Yeah, nacho the nacho fries. fries. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, is this a bit? Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I, know, I know. Is this a joke? The soft are you shell? actually trying? Are you trying to come out here in the 2023 <laughs> NFL and tell us, like, well, you don't need a passing game to have a successful offense? <laughs> like, you don't need to throw Everyone, the ball. all 32 teams are throwing. Are you telling Let's me? run. Are you telling like me that strategy. that's what you're doing? Where is this a joke, or is hey, the Packers Smith some kind of sicko? The Packers were going to go do that by getting Jonathan Taylor and having AJ Dillon and who's our Aaron, Jones, Aaron Jones, the yeah. beast. Love that guy. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of the stuff on the Darko Bell menu is the same for me. I would I would call like the Chargers very. Uh, analogous. Maybe we'll say the nacho cheese chalupa was a go-to. When Who'd be the, who's the, che- who's the steak okay, quesadilla? I, I got one. I mean, Before I'm saying we... the Chargers belong on the menu because they, they, they belong look really on the menu. Good. They look really good, but I feel terrible after. Uh, the result is pretty I got here's, one. Here's I one. Here's, go ahead, Ian. Here's, here's one. The soft-shell taco. A plain soft-shell taco. Yeah. Nothing super fancy. Yep. It's not very good. You Gets a job done, though? No. You don't really want it. No. You okay. don't really want it. Okay. okay. The soft shell taco isn't what you want. No. As a teenager, I'd get a sack it's of those things. It's on the menu. It's on the menu because it has to be on the menu because, you know, it, it's got to be there for the kids, right? But it's shit. No one likes it. It's the Browns. No one wants oh. it. I can get behind that. No one now, wants that soft shell taco. I'm going like to capstone this like segment, it. guys. But, All right. We have one item that's on the menu that you eat it and you're like, ooh. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, why did I do that? You regret it every time. Yeah, that's it's what I'm the, saying. It's that's, the that's steak. Just Taco ca- Bell in general. No, no, no. no but there's, there's something about the quesadilla sauce that, like, they even put it on the breakfast quesadilla. They're like, you know what? I know this hurts your butthole on the way out. <laughs> We're going to give it to you at 6 in the morning as well. And the chicken quesadilla is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I go up to that menu. The way they cut it into fours, I'm like, you know what? C.D. Lamb, Dak, Micah Parsons. What could go Can wrong? I think, I, I think I'm in on this. Yeah, and then I, I have it, and I'm like, man, you were really good against the Giants, but you are going to get knocked out in the first round again. You know yeah. Can we just all agree that the breakfast menu, you don't go to Taco Bell for the breakfast menu. Just like you don't go to watch an NFL game for the Houston Texans either. Honestly, I just don't go to Taco Bell, but you guys. I love Taco Bell. Yeah. It's it's a glutton. You're a glutton for punishment. You know what you're signing. It's the exchange of having ice cream late at night. That is what you're doing when you have Taco Bell at any time in the day. That's the difference. So ice cream at 3 o'clock on a sunny day in the summer that's totally different than 3 a.m. ice cream. <laughs> Taco Bell meets 3 a.m. ice cream any time of the day, any day of the year. Oh, yes. So thank you, Justin, for a great first question, our question of the week. And now we're going to get to our biggest news, and I'm going to let Ian kind of take over That's here. That's right. We're just going to do some bullet points, a couple things that happened. There was a lot of games, a lot of good games, and a lot of bad, bad games. Oh, there was welcome some bad, back football. Preach. There was some Bad games out there. Uh-huh. And I actually felt like some of the bad games left with some surprises. Because yeah. some of the teams that should have been a lot more competitive were, were not quite competitive. <laughs> like, at all. Are you I, going off script, Ian? <laughs> I felt like there was, like, I don't know, like Pittsburgh I thought was supposed to have like a great defense. There was a little bit of hope mm-hmm. for them. And then they got absolutely blasted. They got manhandled. I bought by into San the Fran. hype. I bought it. I bought into this offseason Steelers hype. What? How, what a sucker! I feel Mike like Tomlin hasn't chump. blinked all offseason. Oh I gosh. feel like a chump. 
How did I get? They were hyping Mike Tomlin up because it's like 15 seasons. No losing seasons. No losing seasons. George Pickens is going to be a star. Did you see what he said on the sideline or after the game? Who? No. He put in the comments, somebody, you know, sent his stat line on Instagram, and he's like, yep, and nobody to throw him the damn ball. Oof. About his own quarterback, week one. He might be one of the biggest divas in the NFL. It hurt. A wide it hurt. Receiver. Are you telling me a Steelers wide receiver? <laughs> <laughs> no. This one doesn't have CTR already. First one allegedly. Ever. <laughs> but so San Fran takes it to them. They looked pretty good. Oh, oh, oh. that's such a good an original I joke. I know. No one does it. No one does it. I like doing it. Yeah. But seriously, for second. What was that year, voice, by the way? Hold on. What was that? Oh, oh, I know, I like sounded it. like you were like turning it. into Roma. <laughs> 30 to 7. Absolutely manhandled. Pretty had two TDs. Pass rating was pretty good. A lot of right, yards. Right. He has a lot of tools around him. We can talk about San Fran later, but I still yeah. think that team is probably I don't know. A lot of people want to put Philly as number one. I I don't. I want to put San Fran at number one. Ooh. I just kind of want to put that out there. I think they're the number one team in NFC. Okay. Bengals drop a big old Browns thinky one. <laughs> Right after they dropped a quarter of a billion dollars on their quarterback, he it's puts it. up three points. This and he didn't nuts. even do it. He didn't even do it. This was nuts. He only had 82 yards. That's awful. I think that was the worst Joe Burrow game it was, I've it, that ever That was his seen. career low. It was awful. Two ahead this and two a, passes. This is a Bengals team that has consistently started their season slow, but this is, this is taking it to another level. This is to a team... That is basically like memorializing and idolizing sexual predators. By the way, because they just put Jim Brown like on their jersey, despite everything that is about him. Oh. Did you not know this that? This took a turn. <laughs> this took a turn <laughs> for the Bengals drop a big stinky brown and now we're into. Well, I'm just saying, not a lot of people might have realized that because the Browns were honoring Jim Brown and they're gonna be having his name on their jersey. That he was, you know, he, he did a lot of things that were yeah. not good. Not good. We'll let you do your own segment at home where you pause in Google. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, and no. we're back. And we're back. Biggest news, Ian. Keep going. That's right. Um, J.K. Dobbins for the Ravens is out for the season. How did I miss this? We talked season. about it the while we walked season. in, and I was like, oh, what do you mean? He, he just came back. tore his Achilles. <sighs> so he is done. The and best they, running back on a... I'm generally running heavy team. And they, while the Ravens won, it was pretty rough around the edges. It did. Lamar's did not look super great. Now, new offense, you know, you can give him some credit. There's going to be some time to adjust there. So, still, they they still got the win, so that's good for them. A lot more passing, though. Yeah, a lot more. Pass heavy. I mean, it really kind of looked like a sophisticated college offense. Yeah. A lot of motion, a lot of movement. Um, I I enjoyed kind of watching what you have joked about. Lamar doesn't step up in the pocket. He stepped up in the pocket. Yeah. You know, right. that was cool to see. But but this is like what they wanted to do. They wanted to change totally. that offense. And yeah. I think that might take them a little time to adjust. It might so. take some time. Yeah. Right. Something but they, to keep an eye on. It is something yes. to keep wow. an eye on. It is definitely something. We're back. <laughs> it is definitely something. We can't have a season without... Lamar coming up with a debate, so uh, I'm just yeah. just putting that out there. Right, right. Packers apparently. Oh my gosh! Good on Rogers for signing over the deed. 
like to the Bears. Like I'm so happy that he didn't forget to do that on the way out, and the Bears are still owned by the Packers. Yeah. Jordan Love. Wow. Are they gonna do it? Are they gonna go three decades? I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. <laughs> and you know what? It. I'm sick of Kyle. <laughs> Us, we send the text. Wow, the Packers look great, and he just responds, "They look all right. Yeah, they're okay." Did I? Did I even respond? I don't know. I late felt. Late. I felt it. I felt it five blocks away from my house. Your There's too answer. many walls of text okay. in between there now. 123 okay. passer rating, three TDs, 245 yards. At the very least, that's a great first showing for Love. So I'm, you know, that'll be curious. But it was against the worst team in the NFL last year. So Justin Fields didn't look particularly great either way. Right. The Bears just looked terrible. So. I'm yeah. not. I'm not convinced that the Packers Gosh. are going to be what they what we think. We're like, going to talk a little bit about the Bears. We got a nice little yeah. soliloquy about the Bears later. Yeah. The I don't know how you don't at least the very mention Cowboys versus Giants, and a I have shellacking absolutely embarrassment by the coach of the year to put that team out on that field like that. <laughs> That's bad. I have that was nuts. I have some fun stats for you that I wanted to read about this. This was this a game, game for the ages, you guys. It was quite literally historically bad. Yeah. Not just like bad, bad. It was historically bad. I so, don't know that I can think of a single game where you knew it was over earlier in the game. 26. Like five minutes into the game, you knew this game's over yeah. already. It was bad. <laughs> we were watching the San Fran game, and I felt that way. I was like, this is going to get ugly yeah. real quick. Yeah. And I felt the same way with this one. This one was exponentially worse. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple interesting things here. No team in a season has achieved all of the following in oh the same season. They've never, no team has ever done all of these in one season. So they might have done a couple of them in a game or two, but they've never done all of it. Okay. So they've never lost 40 to 0 or worse. Lost the sack battle in a game 7 to 0 oh or worse. God. 7 to 0. Lost the turnover battle 3 to 0 or worse. Had a blocked field goal return, returned for a touchdown and threw a pick 6. No team has ever had all of those things happen in the and same lost. in the same oh. season. The Giants did it in one game. <laughs> <laughs> Give wow. it up. Give it up. That's a great stat right there. That is that is embarrassing. This is a playoff team last year. And they won a playoff game. And they paid that quarterback. Oh. We're gonna hear we're gonna hear a little bit more about oh my that. Gosh. The last part of the biggest news, Ian, I need you to just hit on. We're just gonna let Kyle soak in his glory. Yeah. It turns out Kyle. Kyle's take from last year might still be from correct. not just last year, every every, every year. year, every year. Kyle has it's been, been consistent. He's you been adamant. Is. He has been adamant that rookie quarterbacks they don't mean anything. They suck. They they're irrelevant because their team's not going to be competitive. And you want to know what, Kyle? Good on you because all of them <laughs> lost. You know what? All these other people uh, that think that you're wrong. You know what? You know what they're saying right now? Nothing. That's right. Although that's right. I will say I watched a little bit of the indie game. Anthony Richardson did Fun. look actually pretty pretty good. Out youngest, of all of them, youngest quarterback ever to throw in rush for uh, a touchdown. His uh, did he's you also see? five years younger than the Notre Dame starting quarterback. Holy wow. cow! Who's did a you six see? Year senior. 
Did you see his 360 spike yes. celebration though? So cool. I can't. I can't so cool. <laughs> I couldn't even do that like while being suspended in air. He on looked one of those like trampolines. he paused in the middle yep. of the air. I was like, that was kind of cool. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> so he looks like an athlete. This guy's promising. He actually, I, I, I was impressed. Of the by three, him. of the three first round quarterbacks who started, of the three rookie quarterbacks who started this week, because I'm correct, only three rookie quarterbacks started. Correct. Yeah, Stroud weekend. boys. Young. Bryce, Bryce Young, Young and Anthony Richardson. Correct. I think Anthony Richardson looked, and, looked the best. And, and he they was the almost, latest of the uh, latest of the three. They had a comeback. They were pretty close to winning game. that game. What a weird game. I know. That punched fumble out after uh, Trevor Lawrence threw yeah. it, but it wasn't com- incomplete. It was a fumble. And then DeForest Buckner took it for 45 yards for a touchdown. Yep. It was so weird. Just a weird game. Those are all the big things that happened right. over the game. Yeah, um, I I also wanted to just like give you guys the latest because uh, I know that y'all. I mean, people have called, people have said in the past that as an NFL fan, I can be a little bit promiscuous. <laughs> you might say, teasing me. I you mean I mean like I don't I'm a Rolling Stone, all right. So lay off. I I, I like to kind of play the field a little bit. Change things up. Wow. Yeah, don't try and tie me down. All right. That's just because you don't, you know, you don't have that that bona for Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, every new season comes around, and I like, uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna say like I get bored with what's with with what's old, uh, but, but the, there are new things that kind of strike my fancy. All right, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Take my fandom wherever like the mood takes me. This new season, and you know, a couple years ago, you guys remember, I, I had a thing for the Cardinals. They were kind of an, enticing to me, so we got we had kind of like a temporary, short term thing, but it didn't work out long. Last time. year, last year, you know, like I started to have a thing for you know, like I spread I spread my love around a little bit more. You get around. I got around. Gino, I, I really I had a thing. Ooh, Gino, I had a thing for Gino. <laughs> I mean, I still lo- I still Kyle's love the guy. Kate. And I, and and the bird teams. I really got into the bird teams. You were birds of a feather. You know, you know, most of the bird teams Flocked actually. Together. Ironically enough, the Eagles really like never captivated me, but the other four bird teams, the Cards, the, <laughs> the only team that went to the Super Bowl <laughs> didn't really intrigue me, but yeah. the others they were all right. The other four bird teams. Uh, who who are you? Caught me. Do you have a feeling? I mean, already? last off season, I'll admit that like for a minute I kind of flirted with the Chargers, but then. Kind of realize, yeah. That, you like, back off, charge yeah, back charge. Like I am not in for that kind of pain and suffering. So that's worse than being a Lions fan. I know it is. It mm. is that is a torture on a level I'm not ready. So stay away. Warning, hot, hot mess, crazy. Um, this year, there's some things that I'm kind of like. Uh, I've kind of got my eye on. You know, you know, like I might make a move. I might make a move. All right. Um, Get that Honolulu. Are you gonna do like one of those? You want to count shoulders? One, two, three. Four. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's a good. I might try that one. I might try. It. We'll, Let me see know how how, it we'll see how we'll see how it works out. You know, there's a. So first of all, there's the J teams uh, that kind of have my attention. Jets. And I, I'm interested. The Jets. The Jets. We'll see where this. The Giants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The way after they play, they might spell it that way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, the Jets and the Jags. I'm kind of like, eh, I got my eye on them. Like, don't tell them. Little T Law. Don't tell them. But yeah, the Jaguars like look interesting. It's the hair. Yeah, his the, hair is beautiful. It's, it, it's good. It's good hair. But it's not just the hair, man. It's like what's inside, uh, and and outside, like on the arms and stuff. <laughs> and uh, and he was throwing to Calvin Ridley. Like my goodness. 
Um, there's a lot to love there. How many? He got a TD too. So fast. He? By the way, the best bet I had all weekend was gambling on the gambler returning to football. Oh, nice. Um, Took home the bacon. I gotta say, uh, this 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 almost doesn't count because I've I've always been a Lions fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll get you a jersey. I've always been a Lions fan. Like you, I'll get I, you that Amon Ra. I have never the Sun God. <laughs> I have never not loved the Lions and have never stopped caring for the Lions. But there's something going on this year. I'm genuinely like feeling it at another level that I never have before. I, I watch them and like I am captivated. I am like emotionally Hit us with it. Keep going. I'm so close, like, man. I'm so, I'm so. I'm like there's something <laughs> special going on here. And I don't. I still haven't put my finger on it, but like I want wow. to. I I'm nice. I'm here for the ride. Let me help you. Like let, I, I wanna, let's hold hands. Can we hold during this hands? journey? Because it's gonna be a wild ride. Uh, and the only other oh. thing, uh, not really notable, but like I'm kind of into Dak Prescott. Wow. It was that leg tattoo. Was it that leg tattoo he got? He got sedated, sedated for 11 hours. For do you think that, that was when he talked? Do you think went like during the sedation oh was God. when he said that he was never going to throw an interception this year? Yeah. Or like not over 10, and then he threw six in practice the next day? Maybe like he that. thought he was Patrick Peterson and was like, oh, we're going to get an interception, and then not. I think the Dolphins are winning the Super Bowl. Let's move on to our hot takes and Twitter prompts. Our first one comes from the Kamish. Where to start with week one? Well, too many prognosticators got this game way wrong. They put too much stock in the meaningless preseason, that was for sure. The Steelers are no doubt a team on the rise, but the Niners are ready to win now. Every phase of the game dominated by crimson and gold, just a few letdowns, primarily at the end of the first half to really criticize. Definitely too many penalties, and Burford killed a couple of drives, but we're really getting nitpicky if we go down that path. The Niners dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides and controlled the clock for nearly two-thirds of the game. CMC looked to be in mid-season form, Bosa played and didn't get hurt, Debo looks to be in better shape than last year, and Brandon Ayuk really looks like he's going to have a monster year. The only negative to that is that his contract year from the front office will again need to be finagled the books to keep him around. Again, that's a problem for the future. The time is now, and this team is ready to win this year. Oh, and how could I not mention Brock Purdy? Great game, and continues to show why he is QB number one. Great back shoulder throw to Ayuk for a TD, and his ability to maneuver in the pocket is uncanny. Not necessarily scrambling, although he did do that a couple of times, but his ability to slide in the pocket and find that open receiver was awesome. He's legit, and assuming he can stay healthy, he's here to stay. I'm excited. Perhaps the best thing about the start of the season is that there's no more confusion about who should be QB. No more bickering among the fans or the talking heads. Brock Purdy is the starting QB and is full steam ahead towards another NFC title and quest for number six. But for now, on to LA for the Niners home opener. I say that in air quotes at SoFi. Feeling pretty happy. Go Niners all day, every day. See you next week. This was the commissary board. That was awesome. I wow. will say welcome back that it, it. I agree that it is nice to no longer have the San Fran QB drama mm-hmm. because it was always annoying. 
I always liked Jimmy G. I always thought he got a bad rap. I thought he was better than most people say. But I will definitely agree Brock Purdy looks like the best out of the options. But that team is stacked. Yeah. Out of I like weapons out of their ass. I think they said yeah. that he's the first quarterback in NFL history for the first six regular season games he's ever played to throw two touchdowns in each game and to have a passer rating over ninety five. Yeah. Ever. But that's I'm, that's crazy. I to just, me. At a certain I just point, how you long just like accept that maybe he's good. How long I, are we gonna do this with the 49ers where they take I don't want to say below average, but I don't know in many other settings where he's the one in charge if Purdy would do well. Like, he's not going to take the Colts. Yeah. Like, how long can the 49ers do this? I honestly think that Shanahan is better at making not great quarterbacks good than he is at making good quarterbacks great. There's definitely a case for that. There's a lot of... uh... People this, who would say that like Shanahan wants like a remote control kind of quarterback who does exactly what he says. Yeah. This is the type of situation where you're gonna look back on and be like, this is a kid who landed in the absolute perfect scenario to grow into an elite quarterback. The weird thing right. is though, Trey Lance did the same thing. Trey and, Lance and never didn't, but he never got a shot. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been he hasn't played football. In yeah. like four years, right. he's played like two games I, in four year span, I know. and yeah. I think some of that is to do with. Just and one how, of them was in a monsoon against the Bears. Yeah, I think there was some Pretty unfortunate much. things that happened with him, uh, and I think he's going to be probably one of those like what ifs. Like, yeah, well, he I will be. I don't think we're ever going to know if he could have made it because no. he never got a shot. And now he's going to what if behind Dak Prescott yeah. and his anesthesiologist. He's not even number two on that roster over there. So maybe he's like, yeah, maybe right. there's maybe there's like something we just we're not seeing. Maybe he's just not that good. Maybe and, and it, we'll, it, but, it's likely that we will never see. Yeah, uh, which is kind of a bummer. It is. It is. A- <laughs> Because I feel bad for the kid. Like, I feel yeah. bad for it too. Circumstances were not. He got drafted into a situation where he was supposed to be the heir apparent. He's one of those few quarterbacks, by the way, not to like go on a different tangent. He's one of the few quarterbacks who, like, when everybody played Madden, drafted Trey Lance because they're like, oh my gosh, he's got great upside. And now it's like the following year and like nobody has him on their team because he's yeah hurt or injured or, yeah. or just terrible. So right. our next question, by the way, all of our hot takes, questions, Twitter prompts, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. We love having the questions come from our listeners who every week are listening to our podcast and sending us in their takes. So, Kyle, you got the first one from our we boy, Simon Reedsma. Yeah, uh, Simon Reedsma writes in, a take for the pod, the Saints are a marching. Mm, oh, now, the I'll, Saints. I'll note, uh, Simon sent me this actually before uh, the, the game yesterday. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Uh, I, so Simon says, I, love I think it. Simon says, <laughs> I think they will win their division. Although the NFC South doesn't look very strong, so that's not too spicy. I like their offseason offensive pickups of, of Jamal Williams and Derek Carr. I think they will be a fun offense to watch with Williams, Taysom Hill, and Kamara. I uh, didn't even mention Michael Thomas. Didn't even mention Michael <laughs> Thomas. Right. That team, I think, is definitely poised to win the, the South. Down there. They're the betting favorites. They seem to have America's like, team. I mean, they, but, they have the most uh, veteran squad. But. Tampa didn't look that awful Ooh. with Baker. I was actually a little surprised that they actually looked relatively decent. Uh, well, that's that's like one of our next questions that we'll get to. Um, 
But yeah, uh, any takeaways from Saints? Any, or any response? Is Simon off base with uh, with his optimism for this New Orleans team? No, I don't think he is. Yeah. You know, a fr- I, I always like Derek. Carter. A friend of mine, Doug Bloom, was reaching out to me about what's a bigger loss for the Lions. Was it was it a huge loss to lose Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift? And you know, I look at it and say, for the Saints, I think it's a big get. Yeah, they lost Kamara for six games due to a suspension. Right, but. You know, for the Lions, I feel like I could plug Ian back there and get 50 yards rushing. Yeah. So putting anybody back there who I think is above average will be all right. So for the Saints, I look at this and say, I have to say one thing. I, I've been waiting about it, okay? I was watching the Saints game, and I don't know who the announcer is, but he needs at least six, 60 days in jail for what he had said. Whoa. 60, I'm calling for it right now. Judges that listen to our show, put him in trial. He said that Taysom Hill will go down as the best football player ever. <laughs> Are you I've kidding? never, I didn't think you could get drunk and say that. I could write that on a piece what? of paper and you yes. wouldn't say it. You'd say, I'm not saying this. What was the context for he this said, absurd There's comment? only one player I've ever seen who can play quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver, and special teams. And I thought, just because he plays all five of those shitty doesn't mean he's great. Just because you can qualify as a jack of all trades, no one wants that. You want your specialties. No one walks right. around and said Ian Kinsler and Brandon Ninja are the greatest Tigers of all time. Right. They aren't. You know who is? Miggy, who smacks it out the park. Like, right. I, I was listening to it yesterday. I had to get out of my chair and go walk around. I walked, I walked out of my house and did a lap. I was so, I've never done that before. I only do that for Notre Dame games when I get angry. I just yeah. physically walk out of my house, take a wow. lap. I can't handle it. That really? is so. That absurd. is my re- Simon. That's my response. That's put an that man in jail. Lock him up. Absurd take. Stop the count. I, I like. I think. Derek I think Carr, he's the most well-paid purse snap uh, in the history of the NFL. That's probably because true. of how infrequently how he he's plays. utilized yeah. and how expensive his contract is. But yes, you were I, saying. I like. Derek Carr, though. I think he was underrated. I think that he was... Uh, Seen no. the pictures of him, by the way? No. Secretly too buff. Ooh. Look Secret. at... I mean, like, the, the the arms are like... He could be a bodybuilder. Wow. Yeah. Is that oh. something you want out of a quarterback? I don't know. I kind of want a little flab. A little bit. Not I, Big I Ben flab, but like... I don't think I don't Trevor know. Lawrence they is might taking take, his shirt off they on the might, beach. Pittsburgh might take Ben back. Big Ben. Big Ben. Bing, 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 bang, oh, bang, bang. You are not remembering that last season. That was. That bing, was, bong. All right. Um, our next. Qu- I may not be remember. Like, I do remember. And he, they still looked oh. a lot more competitive than Gosh. they did against that San Francisco team. Well, That's the only player I've, I've, I've ever seen. Do you think when he goes into the Hall of Fame, he'll be inducted while walking through sand? I hope he's got all those ice bags. <laughs> I hope he goes in in a boot. <laughs> Our next question Let's comes from comes one. from Jamie. Our resident chief expert, by the way. Do you think the Lions beat the Chiefs without drop passes? I, I'm going to say this. Uh, Kadarius Tony, a lot I know, of drop passes. Bad, bad, bad play by him, but I hate questions like this. Because that is such like a... If you, you don't know how the game um, the answer is obviously yes. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. All right. Next question. <laughs> I just don't like questions where it's like, well, what if it played out this way? And it's like, but it didn't. So who cares? Right. To me, like th- he dropped those balls. We will never know how the game would have played out because the, the entire dynamic. What if I made changed. you answer it though? I, I don't know how to answer a question like that because you can't, because you're not going to trick gonna you. Know. Our next question comes from Dan Brooks. 
Uh, Jamie asked a similar question, but a little bit more specific from Dan. Which team surprised you most in the week, either good in the way of Cleveland or bad in the way of the Giants? My answer is the Bucks. I was going to say the Bucks. I, I, you look at that game, and I'm thinking there's no way they win. What did the Buccaneers have to play for? Like, I expected them to just... They were like, way more... So for Mike Evans? Competitive. To make sure he gets another 1,000-yard receiving? And he looked good. He did. We all sat in that game and said, why would he even play for them? Right. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? We have one of the greatest yeah. wide receivers in the league on our team. I Yeah, they Holy had no cow. business winning that game. So Mike I, Evans is in a contract year. Baker is on a one-year deal. Uh, these are a couple of people with things to play for and a future to hope for. Even you know, Baker's dreaming, but is still not old and has uh, naive but possible dreams of a career resurgence if he performs well this season. Uh, Which I would love that for him. I would love that for him too, but like a lot is on the line. He's like already at the point where most people have given up and like think he should be a backup. But well, while like, we all thought Minnesota, they're not terrible enough to lose to the box. We all, everybody thought, I mean, Kirk Cousins had one of those interceptions just like Deshaun oh, Watson did where awful. I'm like, what? Why? I could get Kyle's six-year-old kid. Is Abigail six? Yeah. Six-year-old kid to throw a better ball. It was insane. So uh, that was my big surprise. Any other standout to you guys besides the Bucks? if I made you pick another? I would say I was surprised by the Rams and Seahawks game. Oh! Holy butts. Um, Matt Stafford. Kyle, where have you been, buddy? Matt Stafford lit them up. Yeah. Over 300 yards. No Cooper Cup on the field. Ridiculous. By the way, if you could tell me right now without looking at your phones, those two wide receivers that got 115 yards each, I'll give you $100 right now. Not a chance. I, I could Google them right now and think that I'm reading a different language. I have no idea who they are. I, I looked was, at their names and like, you just had an auto-generated Madden name right there. That's I not just, a real person. I feel like that was a game where Matt Stafford reminded people, hey, I, I won a Super Bowl, guys, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I'm still able to play this game. He's like, you know what? The Lions didn't win the trade. <laughs> USOB, I don't but care. My favorite part of that game is there was a video circulating, and it's oh, Aaron boy. Donald is oh! chasing down Gino. Oh, my God! And all you hear is Gino, oh, my God! <laughs> Let's break it down, okay? It is the as, as any human being would do if you were throwing the ball, so and funny. Aaron Donald is it just breaks past an offensive lineman and is coming at you, and he looks him dead in the eye, and you just hear off mic, Oh, my God! <laughs> it was so crazy. It just down. throws it away. You're like, I can relate. It will with, go Haven't down. been there. Can relate. Yeah. It will go down along with, like, the Peyton Manning, God damn it, Donald! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 lips to me. I just, like, every time I hear Gino, just like, oh, my God! I'm like, I would say the same thing, man. <laughs> and and uh, if, I was, if I was 12 years old, I would put my phone next to the TV and have that be my recording of my ringtone. <laughs> I really hope that. <laughs> That's not like the future of Gino. It's I just so like too. constantly saying, "Oh my god!" Like I'm like, "This is a." But they got I a, was. They got a great offense, so I, I'm excited to see what that'll look like. I think the Rams. That's one of those games where maybe we've overlooked the Rams too much. It's possible. Like they're a division rival, and they there were is really a, there is were, a fairly recent history of the Rams kind of playing the Seahawks pretty hard. Yeah, and, and like that whole like division a, for the last and, decade has played like, "Oh, I'm not expecting it," and then. 
the Cardinals come out and just absolutely dog walk that, someone who's 11 and one. It's yeah. easy to forget that the Rams were also heavily injury plagued last year. Totally. They were number but, one. But team. are right now too. Cooper yeah. Cup. Good on for at least four weeks. But they yeah. got Donald and Stafford back, so I that clearly made a difference. Two people yeah. make a team. Both both su- <laughs> both surprising. Uh, we're going to go to a take from Micah Saul. I think I'm saying it the right way, Micah. Don't be mad at me. Um, recently married, Micah. It was arguably our offense's worst performance with Hertz under center. However, too early to panic with a new coordinator. I'm predicting an 11 and six record. <laughs> Despite the most difficult schedule in the NFL. Okay, we're talking one, Eagles here. One thing to note about the NFC East: no team has uh, since like 2004. Oh no boy. team has back to back won that division. Oh, 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 I love a good stat yeah. like that. Kyle hates him, <laughs> but that's that's like that's one of those significant ones where you're yeah. like, well, you know, maybe this could be the Cowboys' time because they certainly played like it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, you know, I think it's in the past three years or so, the team with the best. Overall record is actually the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah, the Cowboys are like a 12 Texas team, team every year. It's always funny because, it, like, the Cowboys will be consistently average to above average. I'll give them that. But they're, they're, they're never They're one the of the team, best regular season teams ever. But they are no never the team that anyone's talking about. Once you hit the the playoffs, everyone's like they're gonna they're gonna get bounced out. They're the Wolverines they of the, get, of they the NFL, get bounced which out. is what this is what I love. Like this is what's happening. Like they're now they're kind of like everybody's fading the Cowboys. They're falling out of grace with the with the general public, the the fan base, with the sports media. The they they are we are no longer enamored with them anymore. And uh, we haven't and been be enamored by them. them since the '90s when they were considered Not we, American. But I'm talking uh, we as in like the, the sports media, you know? Like I can't I'll, like that's, we're a part of. How about just, how about just quick here? We're going to skip up to a question that Ryan Gates has for us. Last night's Sunday night football game, did it show more about the Cowboys or the Giants? Right. Braxton also had a similar question: Is the Cowboys' defense good, or the, do the Giants suck? I'm going to say it, it, the the truth is in the middle, most likely, right? Both I mean, that's can just be how, true. Yeah, both can yeah. be true. The I, defenses can be great, but the offense of the Giants can suck. So as somebody who doesn't do fantasy football, I, I was called in to be a ringer and a drafter for a friend of mine, and I drafted his team for him. He paid me dinner. But there was one thing I said we need to do, and it's I said we need the Cowboys defense because on fan, they must be amazing on fantasy. Because they just get turnovers. Trayvon Diggs is, according to Pro Football Focus, not a great cornerback. Um, but he gets a ton of picks. Right. Right. Like he lets up some of the most yards of any cornerback, yeah. but he's also like overall not great, but he's he's great. a risk. He's the big risk taker. Right. We argued the about who, this before. Which is why which we is why they this. use him though. It's like they literally are like they, they take yep. the gamble on him it, because of stuff like It's this. almost like the Palomalu and the Ed Reeds of, like, you just kind of let them play their game, and, and you you take what you get, and you know that there might be some drawbacks to it. Yeah. But because of that, I don't think that turnovers are necessarily predictable. This isn't a right. defense that is Micah Parsons great. Duh. You don't need to be a freaking Einstein to know that. Insanely great. But in terms of predictably good defense – I don't know if I can if we could take the stretch to say that they're a great defense. I don't know if I could say that the Giants suck either because I'll say this: the Cowboys have absolutely beat the shit out of their division all the time. Yeah, 
they even did it to the Eagles. Like, as the Eagles have gotten better, they've still done. I mean, they are very good against their own division. It's, it's note to say, I think I, the defense for the Cowboys is the best part of that team, without a doubt to me. Because their offense went into the half only scoring six yeah, points. That's Out of fair. 26 points that they had, Tony the offense well, only did six of them. To be fair, they hardly had the ball. Yeah. Because special teams and that's for, defense that's a good, scored that's a for them. Case. So the Giants had like, time of possession. They're putting a ton of money. And the Giants money, were but, feeding Saquon Barkley and had just owned the clock. But really, they weren't. Like, Saquon there touched the ball about... and outs. Saquon touched the ball about seven times in the first half. I only know this gambling-wise because he only had 31 yards rushing. And I was looking for him to get about 80. But Tony yeah. Pollard, you know, self-proclaimed new running back one. We all loved him. He was the greatest running back, too. Right. How great is he going to be at running back one? 71 yards rushing yesterday. Yeah. For a team that should have been putting the ball on the ground pretty darn consistently, but was throwing six-yard outs to Deuce Vaughn out of Kansas State, and who's a rookie running back for him. Prescott didn't look He didn't that, look that great. He didn't look that great. But, but he didn't have to. Wow. Yeah, correct. He didn't. Yeah. Right. But he that's the point to, is, but... like, did they look great? I mean, there's parts of it where I'm like, I would have expected more from a team that has a quarterback that's been there for that long under that system. So that's kind of one of the, and I know that they change coordinators and all that stuff, but they are, they're the Cowboys. It's like the Chargers. The Chargers are going to charge her until they don't charge no more. The Cowboys are going to cow until the moves don't move no more. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, I've been, that one. I've been spurned yeah. by the Cowboys and I'm right. done. Okay. Okay. I'll pick up where you left off. I'm not picking up the cows, but I'm I'm kind of like a Dax defender here, and, Whoa. I, and I think that he is. What? I think that he is underrated, underappreciated, um, and uh, and there are there are fair explanations for some of comparatively you know, to Daniel Jones, of course, because yeah, Adam Mason puts say, on here. Daniel Jones committed highway robbery. Why quarterbacks don't take pay cuts to get better people around them? I will never understand. So to me. Facts, facts on facts on facts on facts. Like right. Daniel Jones right. committed highway lo- robbery. Um, but that's the NFL that we're in today. Right. got to pay it's, the quarterback. It's me, it's me, it's me for a lot of these players. That's true. There are certain players that, like, Tom Brady was known to take pay cuts or to... Aaron Rodgers did this year. But do you think, like, right. Purdy is going to do that when his contract comes up? No, no because they can't the 49ers, But the 49ers are S-O-L. Yeah. Like, if Purdy develops into a good quarterback, all these contracts they're paying, they're not going to be for their team. They just they're going to be for fourth-round picks that they trade Bosa for. Jerry Jones actually made, like, a really interesting comment that, like, if he was to have to sign Dak Prescott now, he wouldn't <laughs> because he could bring in and pay four more other players yeah. that would make the team much better than just having him on that team. Think of their offensive guard, Zach Martin, who who boycotted him, basically didn't come into training camp, took all the fines, and then took like a $15 million pay raise. While he was saying that he didn't want to pay Zach Martin, Jerry Jones was saying, I got other mouths I got to feed. Yeah. Right. But then at the same time, four weeks later, pays him. So right. Jerry Jones, in terms of his like reliability of his – perspective i don't know how much i would take but i under, understand his point for sure yeah. last season think turn the time hit the, hit the chimes to go back to a season it's the bottom it's a it's the one on the bottom yeah a season ago there were a, maybe five or so um notable quarterbacks who like uh had a lot to prove and and going into the season it was a big question like okay uh we've got a guy but is he the guy 
And we could we could say the Lions had that question. How long do we run with golf? The uh, the Seahawks had that question. You know, like is it, is it even worth going with this washed twelve year veteran uh, bench warmer? Uh, and then uh, the Eagles uh, is Jalen Hurts going to be the guy? I don't know. And the Dolphins, Tua is he our guy? And the Giants, how long are we going to do this Daniel Jones thing? And those. Especially those five guys <clears throat> answered that question in surprising fashion. Like maybe Jalen Hurts, the most notably, run, going from uh, like I don't even know, like maybe he has potential to like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, second in MVP voting, and then Geno and Jared Goff and Daniel Jones putting up career numbers uh, as well, and Tua as well for when he was healthy, playing ah, outstanding. All of, all of those guys. All of those guys, those five, I think it's eight, five guys, they completely silenced, shockingly, all silenced the doubters who were saying, like, maybe we should maybe we should move on this season. Who, and, do, you, who do you think it is going to be this year? Well, we just were talking about Daniel Jones, and, and I'm starting to wonder. I mean, I was wondering then. I feel like, are, are, who asked this question? Who asked this question? Yeah. Daniel Jones is one Adam. of those quarterbacks Adam. where you're like, I don't know. Even it's last tricky. year when they paid him, I was like, I don't know. Daniel Jones, he, it was surprising and it was impressive. You got to give him credit for what he accomplished last year. He, he really, did a great job it, it last year. It seemed like he was a tiger who changed his stripes. He he was. <laughs> I he, love that line, by the way. It, it was really great. He like stopped turning the more. ball over. He started using his legs a lot more. He started being a much more efficient and productive uh, quarterback. Um, but uh, it's but still like. What they paid them, him in the offseason when they had to choose, like, Saquon or Daniel Jones, or what are we going to do with our franchise tag, etc. And, like, very quickly, early in the offseason, committed to Daniel Jones. And uh, I was a little bit surprised by the number and how quick, too. and how much they hesitated on Saquon and still really haven't settled that matter very well. The whole running back thing, we haven't really it's, discussed much, but it's I think it's something that throughout the year we're going to be able to talk more about. So Adam, listeners kind of give us Adam, some time I'll give on you that. credit. I think that like you make a good point. I don't know about highway robbery, but like Daniel Jones really scored. Nah, that motherfucker got highway mo- robbery. <laughs> Did you watch? He's down 40 to nothing, and his coach is still sending him out to the field to get sacked again by I the second-string Cowboys. <laughs> I did see someone. There was like a... like a. It's not even close. You got to think he's like, man, I got this paycheck. Everything's great. And then his coach is like, get back out there. Get your ass back in the game. Go I did see money. there was Seven like a... Sacks. Seven sacks. There was like a comment that was floating out there in the ether, and it was talking about, I'll never understand why you'll put your starting quarterback out there in a blowout, but in a preseason game, you won't play yeah, him totally. at all. <laughs> totally. Like, what's, the, what's the difference here? Listen like, listen to that, Bengals, who took their starting quarterback out with five minutes left in the game, right. but never played in the entire preseason. Right. Yeah. Our next question uh, is really more of a take. I Ryan guess it's Gates. not a take. It comes from Ryan Gates, our resident Packer fan. Sorry, Kyle. What? Um, not a take, just that I'm genuinely... <laughs> I genuinely feel bad for Bears fans. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't remember a time in my life where the Bears had so much optimism and the Packers had so many questions coming into the season, yet the outcome is the same. That is the epitome. <laughs> the hype around the Bears, I mean, they, they like trade away their number one. They're Did like, both they're of you pick in. the Packers, by the way, to win yesterday? I think I – no, I think I picked Chicago. I, pick, I, I was the last one to pick, and I looked at them like, you idiots. 
I'm picking the Bears, and I'm like, I think I picked. <laughs> it's the one bears. of my two losses from yesterday. I was so pissed. I'm like, really? Ugh. They and it was one of like you. Well, they bring this receiver, and they got some more tools for everything. Totally, but like, they still oh, have Claypool. Yeah, and they haven't won since I got Claypool. And it's right. like, oh, it turns out it doesn't matter if you bring in the star receiver; you're not going to get him the ball totally. anyways. Right. Totally. You know, right. for me, I think it's one of those things where this is just a sick power flex by you, Ryan, to say like, I just feel pity for you. Like, I think that's that that's true. like. It's you know, true. a king feels pity for peasants. Yeah. yeah. You know, like... The Bears it, are still living in the Ditka era, and they're just like, totally. I just want to go back to the 80s, please. Give Duh. me a sweater vest. Duh Bears is like... It, it's becoming like a sad joke yeah, at this point. Duh, duh bums. Duh Bears. Like, give it another year or two, at least the Bears Lions, is going to be like, At least ride. the Lions were always kind of sad, so we were always well, like Speaking of there. the Lions, Elliot Aceteo was going to write me in Lions, LOL. But instead, I pushed him. In which his question was, what are your first thoughts on the rookies for okay. the Lions? So we have Gibbs at running back, Campbell at linebacker, Laporta at tight end, and Brian Branch at uh, Impact safety. plays from all of them. Nickel Corner, who had a big going, six. I remember after the draft, so many people were wanting to rip the Lions apart. And the Lions organization was like, we got our guys. Like, they were very happy with their draft. They were very positive. What did you say, Ian? I if I remember, I'm like I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> I every great time analysis I, you yeah. can every, only find here on the point after. Every time there's a draft, I'm always like I don't know what any of this means right now to me. So it's one of those things where you're not going to know until you play them. And every single one of those players played great. Like they had moments. Sam Laporta, um, that's a great early showing. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was very useful. He was there. reliable. He was reliable. And even in pass, like in rush, yep. like blocking, yep. he was, there was a couple plays. So he was really pushing. Gibbs looked really fast. Wish he had more time in the field. Yeah. Uh, that's my one complaint about it. Uh, obviously, Branch, huge play in the game. Oh, absolutely. Um, Big heads up play. Yeah. And yeah. that, that diving save from Campbell. Oh, oh. Man, that was amazing. For those of you at home that can't see, Ian just threw his oh. eyes into the back of his head and then went, oh! Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, our our final question. So, overall, Elliot, I think we'd say the, the rookies had a good showing for, oh, the, yeah. for the Lions. Right. Uh, our last take or any questions come from the landlord, Monsieur Rick Baxter. Thanks, Rick. Uh, Rick, we've kind of hit a couple of your topics. I'm going to go through the ones that we've already hit so far. What is going on with the Giants' offense? Well, we've spent about six minutes there. Is it time for the Chicago Bears to panic? Yes, they've set the bar. They've set the draft picks. It's time to panic. Right. <laughs> Give uh, up already. Did Green Bay prove they don't need Rodgers? Here's a question that came in that's pretty similar. I got it via text at the beginning of our pod. More likely, more wins. The rodgers list. Green Bay Packers or the Jets, not not knowing that Aaron Rodgers just got injured. Right? Imagine Rodgers is healthy. Yeah. By the way, for those of you at home, I'm sure you probably know Aaron Rodgers apparently got injured and hurt his ankle. Right. I'd say if you assume Rodgers is going to be healthy, I'd say the Jets are still going to end up with a better record. It's a tougher division, though. It is. It is tougher. a tougher division, tougher, but they have a stout defense. Yeah. That defense, like, defense travels. I defense is really good. Some have said that about the Packers, though. Yeah, that their defense is pretty darn good. It's one of those situations where the bear, like, congratulations, Packers, you beat up on the worst team in NFL last year. Like that, clearly, there that still holds true. They're still pretty bad. It's true. 
So you it's didn't true. do anything very special. To Similar to the Ravens with the Texans. I'm certainly right. pleased. I'm not getting my hopes up or anything like you that. You were for like, the Packers? This is encouraging. <laughs> this is encouraging for the Packers. And nothing would be funnier this season. Nothing. There would be no greater comedy than seeing the Packers really perform at a high level and achieve great successes. If they... That would be amazing for just like, I don't. you don't even have to be a Packers fan, but just like lover of the NFL... If like, love, this would be true, amazing entertainment. If love turns into a Hall of Fame quarterback, I'm fucking done. Like, yeah. I'm going to, like, literally just be done. We're going to turn like, this into I, a lacrosse pod. I'm, like, literally, like, I, I will hate football. I'm going to be tired of it's watching great. it. I'm going to, like, be so done. But the Bears are delusional. It's a delusional <sighs> franchise right they now. Are. Thinking like whatever. Brian Erlacher has hair. You can build the. You can build a successful <laughs> team a off the legs of one of one little quarterback. Like it's it's not now, enough. You need a little bit more to make a pro football team. The one question that I'm going to let you guys answer because I refuse to talk about this team much anymore. Um, it's a question that I'm going to give you guys probably a minute or so to answer. Are the Browns contenders now? I refuse to speak of a team that talks about Deshaun Watson. Uh, they're, they looked good, to be frank. Their defense looked very strong mm. and very strong, and their offense definitely performed. I think it was easy, uh, all things aside, with all of the off-field issues, it's, it was easy to forget that Deshaun Watson, there was a reason why he got that contract. Because last year, he came in, there were six games left, not a whole lot to, uh, not a whole lot to like see, and then obviously we only got the one game. And what we so saw far. was bad. He was like thirty two right. out of thirty two. It, it wasn't a like very the worst performing quarterback. Yeah, it in the league. wasn't very good. And then to come out and have a really strong showing your first game of the season, I mean, I think it shows I think he's a, I think there's a potential that the Browns are gonna remind us like, okay, screw like there's a reason we paid this pile of junk this kind of money. Yeah, probably. It, that like, a, it's a sad I mean, reality. That's a defense. Like, uh, yeah, that, that's a, a stout defense that uh, probably doesn't get the attention that it, uh, it, it on its own, deserves. Well, coached by Jim Schwartz now. Uh, it is. And D- Jim Schwartz. You know anything about uh, Mr. Schwartz? Yeah, you know, he, I think he did a uh, couple things over at the Lions, I think. I liked Jim Schwartz when he was at the Lions. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was a spicy character, but he brought a lot of fire to the Lions. He got the Lions back to the playoffs. Mm. He was the first coach to get the Lions back to the playoffs. But everywhere Jim Schwartz has gone, those defenses have been very good. True. I mean, he was on the Eagles' defense when they won the Super Bowl. Right. That was his defense. Was that, is that right? Wow, wow. He was on the Bills' defense for a time before the, he, they kind of moved, and that Bills' defense was very good under him. So I, I'm not going to be surprised if that defense is a top five, top ten defense. He's, he is very good. When he he might not have been a great head coach, but he is a good court. He is a great defensive coordinator. We've seen a lot of those. We've seen a lot of those. Like yeah. Vic, Vic Fangio, great defensive coordinator, not much success as a head coach. Like well, Jim Schwartz. Is ah, Fangs. Fang is the league is better when Fangs isn't it? We're gonna see a, a lot of examples of that. Anyway. Thank you all for your questions. Um, listeners, uh, some of you sent in questions that we couldn't get to quite today. We're trying to be mindful of the length of the episode. There's a few other things we want to get to. So we punted a few questions to next week. Keep sending your questions and your takes. We love spending a lot of our conversation uh, on the show focused on you because we love you, dear listeners. We're going to move to our weekly segments. Last year, we kind of had a rotating schedule of what topics was going to be discussed. And this year, we're kind of doing it a little differently. Today... 
I'm going to start with award time. Okay. Award time. Every week I'm going to give a new award to a player, a team, a, a coach. This week we have the Who to Thunk It Award. <laughs> like just Who to Thunk this would who happen. Who to Thunk. The Raiders. You win the award. Okay. Take your trophy. Walk off the stage. Thank your God. Huh. Don't talk about your politics. And go to the after party. Who to Thunk the Raiders of all teams would be 1-0. and The only 1-0 leading their division. <laughs> We can all agree. I'm pretty sure when we talked about them the last time we potted, we all agreed. Oh, the worst of the division. (laughs) Clearly. Jimmy G? Mm. I mean, it's not a beauty contest. This is a football game we have, okay? The Chargers, the Chiefs, the Broncos, all 0-1. One game back of the Raiders. (laughs) An ugly win, but a win is a win. We, for a while, have said that they are one of the least talented crews as a whole. Sure, they have a couple standout players here and they are and in terms of talent with Jacobs and Devante. But are you kidding me? And here we go. What an O. Here we are. Who'd have thunk it? That's pretty cool. Thank you, Las Vegas Raiders. Happy for you. There it is. Chandler Jones is scary. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. I'll jump into uh a s- <clears throat> go ahead. I've been messing around with a, a segment that I'm gonna do. And I think for the future I'll just keep it mod- somewhat ambiguously named and call it moderately interesting things with Kyle. <laughs> moderately We're dead. getting sounders, don't worry everybody. Yeah, please. <laughs> Somebody I, send us in a sounder for Kyle's moderately interesting. That's our assignment <laughs> for you listening. Because we are still uh, we're gonna play it in a second. The fantasy update is still one of my favorite things that we had a listener like sensually ask for fantasy updates. Oh. Oh my god. Time for Kyle's fantasy football update. Oh, Oh, that's right. It's like the Dane Cook skit about chicken tenders. Go ahead, Kyle. Get moderately interesting. Okay, yeah. This is just a free form segment every week where I'm going to be like sharing you observations or like some of my research or stories that that I care about. It's pretty pretty wide open. But I was doing a little bit of research and just like kind of reflecting on recent history of notable quarterback moves in the offseason. So we're talking about teams who acquired a new quarterback. Uh, I'm talking not talking about a drafted quarterback uh, or, or, or like playing somebody who was second string previously. I'm talking about like they made a move to get an existing quarterback from another team, uh, maybe a free agent. Okay, so they're starting somebody who uh, is not a, a rookie, Could, some some semblance of a veteran. And uh, every season, we've got a few of these. You know, it could be just like a handful, three or four, and maybe it's six or seven at the most. Um, teams who are like signing free agents or making trades to get another quarterback. And I went back for the past th- three or four years <clears throat> to look at uh, to look at the teams, uh, like the the notable quarterback moves, and then look at look at what happened this year. Okay, so let's start there. Let's start there. this year. Uh, quarterback moves. We had uh, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield as really the most notable uh, that I can think of, like teams who are starting a quarterback who used to start for a different team. All right. I looked at 2022, 21, 20, and 19. And it's kind of interesting just looking at this. The results are basically, um, when you do this, when you go and acquire a team, a quarterback who was starting for another team in the previous season, 
Your results are either Super Bowl or <laughs> well, unmitigated to... disaster. <laughs> that's like a gamble then. You're, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty consistent across the board. There's not much in between. A surprising lack of in between. Russell Wilson too harshly here. <laughs> he is one of many. Now I'll James grant. Winston. I'll grant. Last year was particularly bad because last year was the only one, not the only one. 2019 was bad too. 2022 was an example of a year where none of them worked. In 2022, there were six notable quarterback moves. Russ was the kind of the, the leading, uh, the, the marquee acquisition. Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Mitchell Trubisky, and Marcus Mariota also moved to new teams to take starting oh my positions. God, I forgot Trubisky was alive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it didn't last very long. Also, that's, that's six different quarterbacks who moved to a new team to take out a starting role. And all six went badly. Very badly, quite badly. Of the six, like the best one, I can't. What was even the best one? Wasn't Trubisky just a backup? No, he was with the the uh, Steelers. Russ did actually start the whole season, so he's I think the only one who did. I believe all the others did not, uh, and that's. That, that's enough. enough. Enough said. So last year was particularly terrible. All six of them did not work out at all. I couldn't even tell you offhand who had the most wins. Like they're like a six win team is is like the best of that bunch. Um, but then in 2021 we had basically four: Stafford, for Goff, uh, Carson Wentz also appears on this list, and Andy Dalton. Uh, and Stafford won a Super Bowl, and the others had terrible seasons. God, Carson Wentz. <clears throat> Carson Wentz, yeah, he moves around a bit. I get he gets around, as you would say. Earlier. Uh, yeah, so that's an example of anymore? like three teams. Three of the four teams were lousy, and then Stafford was a Super Bowl winner. And then 2020, we know what happened there. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, and the other five uh, did not have a good year. Tyrod Taylor, Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles, Philip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater. Now Philip Rivers, you know, he's the best example of like a. Bridging the gap between Super Bowl and bust, uh, it, where their season was kind of okay. I actually think they made the playoffs that season. Um, so he's kind of the one exception to the rule. And then back in 2019, there was not much in terms of quarterback moves. Basically, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, Joe Flacco, and Nick Foles. I forgot Joe Flacco actually started for the Broncos. Um, anyway, so we've got... Is he elite? Uh, <laughs> anyway, we've got... Five seasons there of either you win a Super Bowl with this quarterback or you have an embarrassing disaster of a season. And there's really not much in between. It's kind of amazing to me. Uh, the other teams who just like uh, promote their backup or go back to the same guy or use a rookie, much uh, better distribution of results. So I don't know. I, I was kind of interested in looking at this. It's moderately interesting, hence the segment name. <laughs> Um, but, it's uh, probably one of my favorite segment names when, we've had. When we look at this year, when we look at this year of the Derek Carr's going to Super Bowl, baby. Of the four we have: Jimmy G, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron look at that: Baker won, Jimmy won, Derek Carr won. Aaron Rodgers' game is currently going on right now, but he's also in the locker room injured. Uh, so three out of those four. I heard it might be vaccine related. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> three out of those four won their season opener. So I don't know. Is, is this going to be an interesting year where some of these some of these players don't bust? Well, the Jets are on a, a streak of not winning their. None of those seasons in the past have had multiple successes. One is one is usually. I think this may I be one of the years where this... they just all bomb like 2020. All four. I you think all four of no, them will bomb? No, I don't think all four will bomb. I think the only one that is bomb potential is Baker. I think the other teams, I think Derek and... Um, the Raiders are in an awful division. I know we joked that they're 1-0, but that can't last. But I, I just... We shall see. Divisional games are spicy. <laughs> yeah. They're always spicy. And that Jimmy wasn't a G, divisional game, though. It was. was. It was against the Broncos. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just Jimmy G. First like, pod, let it I go, look guys. into his eyes, and I just see victory. Oh, I yeah. just, that, those yeah. eyes. He's they, a champion at heart. Whew. Speaking of... Wait, can I say one other thing before we move on to your segment? Yeah. I need to tell you guys that Carson Wentz doesn't play for a team. But recently, he did do a tryout in which he wore a helmet of the Colts, the shoulder, the jersey of the Washington racial slurs. <laughs> he wore different clothes for each place he's ever played for. And oh. then did a tryout. It was like when you see those graphics of like what makes a super quarterback, and it's like... The knowledge of Peyton Manning, oh, the arm yeah. of Aaron Rodgers, the uh, fingers that you can lick of James Man. Winston, like the, and it makes like a super quarterback. Yeah, that's what he looked like in the tryouts. There is, <laughs> and nobody signed him. Like, like all the GMs must have been like, "Man, I've seen that graphic before. This there is we should is give a... this guy a chance." And then they're like, <laughs> no, "I can't, I can't." Just get, look at the hair, it. no soul. All right, there go ahead, is yeah. a documentary waiting to be made about Carson Wentz <laughs> of like the greatest, probably in the modern football era, probably one of the greatest fall from graces I think I've seen from a quarterback. And you know what? It'll probably be better than the Urban Meyer one that they did for the University of Florida. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do. <sighs> this is gonna become my of, new favorite segment, Ian. Go ahead. I have a couple. I have two options, but I wanted to do the first one because you know time constraints here. I want to make sure we do this because. This one's actually for Marshall specifically. Yeah, because Marshall is not in our fantasy league. Oh, Oh. yeah, sorry. And so, as a result, he's missing out on the great Jared Goff names for all Mm. of our teams. And I wanted to see how he would rank. So, for the listeners at home, everyone in the fantasy league has changed their name to a different Goff pun. Most of them. Most. Who hasn't? We have twelve people in the league. There's one, two. Three, four. Respectfully, you four, go to hell. Go ahead, Ian. One Tell of those me this. Is, one of those was my dad. Well, so. I have spoken, <laughs> Mister Title V. I'm just gonna go through Title Pro V ones through the list. There's so there's multiple. There's about at least eight teams here. Yeah. Titleist. So Pro I want to see how there. you feel, where you would rank them. Okay. So you're gonna have to keep track. I'm, first. I'm, the, I'm the league name we changed to. <laughs> we went to Jared's. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. it's that right? <laughs> the first one, Sorry. the first one is put him in a coffin. Uh, put him in a okay. So the trend of put him in a coffin was one of my favorite things. To which one of my friends literally went through a display at Walmart. So I will put the coffin at number two. Wow, out of five, nice. Nice. that That's is nice. that is pretty high here. Okay, it's, do you I want hope somebody? All, do you want all eight and just? No, have, I just want five. Just want five. All right, we'll leave that one. We can tell. I mean, these people. We'll hear the other three at the end, but I'm going to rank the five. Goff my plane. (laughs) 
Get off my plane. I, I like that one. I'm putting that at number three. Ooh. Ryan Goffling. Uh, five. <laughs> That's rude. That's it. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but basic. I don't want to watch the Barbie movie. Go ahead. Jerk and Goff. <laughs> number four. <laughs> and that means this has to be number one. Odd Goffle. Ugh. That's Kyle. <laughs> Some of the other ones. Yeah, let me hear the other three. Some of the other ones. So we had put him in a golfing, golf drops. Which has, <laughs> has, I don't know why. For the longest time, I was reading golf drops, and I'm like, I don't get that. But now that I just said it, cough drops, yeah. golf drops. I just wow. Just <laughs> right here on the show, you just heard it. Ian learning. Just got it. Right. Then there was golf my plane. Odd Goffle, Shake It Goff. Shake It Goff would have been a good number one. Yep, yep. That's uh, Emily Reedsma. Shout out to you, Emily. And then Uncle Goff was the last one. <sighs> okay. So I got mine. So do you have another ranking game for? We, so this would be for both of you if you want okay, to do okay. it. Okay. This would have been after one week in the books, which team had the biggest hype killer? So we find that. So biggest. So going into the season. Oh, is this the This team. The team, well, these were he's teams. He's got to give us the teams, idiot. Yeah, these were the teams oh, that, yeah. like, we maybe felt like were you were expecting a little bit more out of. So they deflated. They deflated. They, like, these games, they did not perform Patriots, very well. Number one. So not all of the teams that had disappointing games will be on here. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. So first team, Denver Broncos. Hmm. Uh, By the way, we haven't mentioned it, Denver Broncos. They did the in the first play of the game. They did the only thing that makes Sean Payton an elite coach. Did you know what they did? No, onside, onside kick. kick. An onside yeah, kick. That's the only thing that's separating him from being a great quarterback coach. And did they? Whisper. Did they get it? Yeah. Wow. Good for and them. Still lost. Well, they did. It was a close <laughs> oh, game. Remember the stat last year we gave about the Broncos? If they scored 18 points, they would have been like eight and three oh, in these I games. Oh, I know. It yeah. was. Do you know what they scored yesterday? 17 points. And they lost to a team that had. 18 points. Isn't that crazy? That's oh, that, that's like, Are we whoa. <laughs> Are we continuing? Okay, I, I'm putting the Broncos at three. I'm putting them at five. So they weren't that big of a disappointment were, to you? They weren't that big of a disappointment. Okay. I, I would say they were, I mean, we kind of, they weren't very great last year. All right, year. hit us with the next one. Look at my one. The Bears. Uh, <laughs> Bears go two for me. Three. They were pretty disappointing. Put a lot of money into that. Team. The Seahawks. Ooh. And this wasn't just a loss. They, I felt like they should have won this game. Like going into the after last year, they're number one for me. I'm putting them at two. The Bengals. Ha! Number one. Bengals will be four for me. Number one for the Bengals, really, Kyle? Uh huh. That means number five for me. So and this was for Kyle. the Giants. This is the Giants. Yeah, I'm not real. I don't read too much into blowout games. Yeah, you don't really learn a lot. You yeah. could put Pittsburgh in there. That's an easy one. Pittsburgh they or, got... or Cincy, Kyle. Or Chiefs. Pittsburgh or Cincy, <laughs> who would you pick? More deflating of a loss. Like, wow, that really, I expected more out of you. Uh, not I'm mad, I'm just disappointed. I, I think Steve, I think Pittsburgh. Okay. More of a deflating effect. Yeah, because yeah. it's really like, oh, maybe it really was all just a fantasy. <laughs> the Bengals, about, I think, still have hope. They're okay. just like, ah, oh, it's just one week. All right. Yeah. A quick, That's a game where you're like, this is probably a fluke. A quick fantasy that. update for everybody. I did not join the fantasy pod, not as a shout to my fantasy pod lovers out there. No one um, wants to hear 
fantasy stories, but I'm going to tell you mine anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I matched up against Thane. Thane's oh, sweet. Uh, this is amazing. His, uh, oh, uh, uh, Zero to Gino, unless he, he might have changed his, his, his name. Um, and I was predicted to win the whole time. And I was doing really good. My team matched up great against his. He had an injury to his first round player he's, who was out. And mine was, uh, it was my week. You were set. I was set. Going into Sunday night, I had 99% chance of victory. He did. It was pretty high. 99% chance. <laughs> and uh, I, had, I had basically nothing left to play but my kicker. And he okay. had like one or two things left. And Ooh, I even, I even texted him. I even texted him, and it was like, I got I got you this week, or something like that. Oh! Like that, like nice. Rookie move. And, uh, and he had the Cowboys defense. <laughs> and it just... And 40 <laughs> points. My kicker 40 points. was the Giants kicker, who went out and had negative, negative points <laughs> for me. <laughs> negative points. Ouch. Missing an extra point and a field goal, if I recall. And the Cowboys put up the Cowboys defense got more fantasy points than any individual player. Yeah. Yeah. And I lost. I went from ninety nine percent chance with only a game left to I've lost. I'm zero and one to Thane because of his defense. Shout out to you, Thane. You're amazing. I on the contrast, I actually won my game. Sorry, Dad, but you did get stopped. suck it, Mister Dewitt. That's yeah. right. I won. 140. He's got Stefan Diggs, but he's only at 81 points right now. My dad had Joe Burrow as a starter, though. Oh, woof. Which was really bad. <laughs> I had, and I had Brandon Ayuk, who got 30 plus points. Ayuk. And I, Jake, Jake Elliott. A beast. Jake Elliott got 17 points. Wow. For a kicker, I'm like, wow, that's pretty that's good. A lot. Well, our final segments come from our must watch and our lock and our upsets of the week. So, our must watch, we had on here Dallas and Jets. I'm actually going to kind of step back from that one with knowing the Rodgers update on his injury. We won't know what it is until next time we record. I'm going to throw Seahawks and Lions. I want to see if the Seahawks' struggles are for real and if the Lions' increase in just efficiency is for real. If Ben Johnson's offense can continue to play against a defense that really the Rams carved up, yeah. Um, so that's, that that's my that's must a, watch, and that's really not a bias. I'm not a Lions fan. I, I do it. Did was I happy the Lions won? I was happy for my friends who are Lions fans that haven't gotten to see that. That's really weird. That's like rooting for the Wolverines, even though I'm a Notre a, Dame fan, just because the Wolverines haven't I mean, won it. I guess I'd be happy for Kyle. The Lions, maybe, Ian. the you, Lions winning in Arrowhead on Banner Night. Banner night, baby. I mean, that is with such Chris a, Jones and his agent in the stands. Like that is such wow. a a killer for that team to just be like, this was supposed to be a celebration, not a like a like a sad day. Totally, <laughs> yeah. But I I would actually agree with that because those were two teams, especially near the end of last year. I felt like we're turning was, it on. We're turning it we on. We were set for them to play against each other yeah. in the playoffs. And that was a game, especially because the Seahawks and the Lions played each other last year, but they played early in the yes. season. If they played later, I actually feel like that game would have played out very differently. You know yeah. what the you know what the line is right now on that game? I think the Lions, Lions are up by like five. Five and a half points. Yeah. Holy That's God. one of those things where Vegas doesn't know what they're doing. Do they want it to be four and a half where they tempt the people who are field goal by a field goal win? Or are they going to go six and a half where they think they're going to win by a touchdown? Vegas doesn't really know what to do with this one. When I see five and a half points on a team for an NFL, those of you rookie betters, that's what I think. Um, our yeah. prediction segment. Every week we make picks. As of right now, I have 11. 
Ian has. I think I have ten. Ten, and Kyle has nine. Because I got my. Uh, I picked the Lions as my upset. But baby. right now, yeah. the Buffalo Bills are currently up thirteen to three. Last time I looked. And uh, that will set for uh, Ian and I to have 11 and Kyle to have 10 if that uh, result still stands. Right, right. Um, Our lock of the week, the game we guarantee they will win. Okay? They're not going to lose. I got the Giants over the Arizona Cardinals. That's a scary lock right now. (laughs) But I look at it and say we're going to have a bounce back game. I don't think that that... I really believe that I don't learn a lot from... (laughs) I don't learn a lot from blowouts. You were right in that. And I don't think Arizona was as good as they were. Oh, I know. Uh, yesterday against uh, the Washington, formerly racial slurs. The Cardinals are the Cardinals go. are actively tanking this year. It is we can say it because we're not Dobbs at quarterback. Yeah, the Cardinals are tanking. Yeah, for sure. We Caleb know. Williams, yeah. and by the way, Caleb Williams might not leave college if the Cardinals have the first pick. There's some reports out there that wow. By the way, he's making more money nil right now than some of the rookie quarterbacks are. That's, that's, which is pretty awesome. What about you, Kyle? What about your lock of the My week? My lock is the Niners are going to beat the Rams. Continue. I, okay. I actually felt like the picking a lock this week was kind of scary. One, because oh, there's like... It's scary. This one week. that you're picking, I've already texted Justin Matson. We have a 30... He said they're going to lose by 31 points. <laughs> the, so go ahead. Uh, uh, the Eagles are going to lose? No, the Eagles are going to win by 31. Oh, yeah. He said this is the... The most Vikings a Vikings team has ever yeah. been. I did pick Philly to win over Minnesota. It felt like when as I was lock, look, as right? my lock. I did was looking at some of these and I thought about taking San Fran because mm-hmm. I was the first one to put in the pick. So I was like, I have to pick a litter right now. Yeah, yeah. Ian always sneaks <laughs> in here. So you get He's quick. Lock. First, what's he your planning period at school? It's second hour. <laughs> yeah, it's quick in the day. It's, it's literally quick right in the, day. in the morning. Yeah. Right in the morning. I like go on and I'm really quick and I'm like, all right, I got to get these in now. That's like normally the only thing I do. That's how, the how only about... advantage you get is taking the good locks and the good upset. <laughs> you know what? And sometimes La- last year, it didn't even pan out for me half the time. I like lost like half my locks. If you want to hear the truth. So last year I won the pick em. The year before Kyle had won. I need Ian to win. I'm rooting for Ian to win. I'm rooting for Ian. I need to win. I need to know that I'm <laughs> I don't start. care if I win, by the way. changing your picks to better my- picks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about your upset pick, Ian? Uh, my upset, I went Atlanta because they are not favored to win over Green Bay, and I actually think Atlanta might beat them. Oh, okay. So I'm taking Atlanta over Green Bay. Uh, America seems. <laughs> the, line, the line is really small there, though. Yeah. So it's one of those, like, it's really tight game. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, how about you for upset? My upset. I think the Panthers Don't. are going to upset the Saints. Ah, he's taking a rookie oh. quarterback. Would you believe that? <laughs> oh. yeah, 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 Destined yeah, yeah. to lose, some may say. <laughs> I'm going to be taking Baltimore over Cincy. I, I just got a good feeling about I like, I, it. I like the momentum that Baltimore is growing. I thought their defense, that's something we didn't really talk about yesterday. Uh, rookie quarterbacks, while they don't perform well, there's not a lot of tape on them. Do right. you know what they had, the defense said for Baltimore when they asked them what their plan was to do to them? To do to C.J. Stroud? Stroud boys, as they like to call them? Yeah. Hit him. <laughs> Great analysis. Okay. <laughs> Great analysis yeah, right, right well, there the, from... The, uh, the general strategy against rookie quarterbacks is to be aggressive because they're going to be... Like they're not, yeah, they're yeah. not going to know how to handle those high-pressure uh, situations right away. Because uh, that's something you learn. Oh, yeah. like, oh my yeah, God! <laughs> oh my god! I just love that. Do you right. remember that last last little like soundbite from? It was like Blaine, like Galbert or Gilbert, Blaine Gabbert, Gabbert, when he was with the Jaguars. Yep. When he was with the Jaguars, 
running the court, like running out of bounds, and some guy like whiffs about to hit him, and he is right next to the sound boom, and all you hear is, Whoa there, motherfucker! <laughs> uh, go great. look it up. Go look it up All if right. you've never heard of it. Those of you at home, pause and Google before you end I the show. It. I have two things for us, okay? The first thing is I got a good stat for you. Uh, I just saw it the other day, and I'm like, there's no way I can't squeeze this in the pod. So the few of you who are at the end of the pod and get to do this and share this stat, please go up to a coworker that knows football and just share it. Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles than dropped passes. Wow. Yeah. That's actually That's impressive. stunning. Yeah. Okay. The last thing I have a story to talk to you about broccoli. So I'm working at this grocery store. <laughs> Ian. I'm Brock working, <laughs> I'm working at this grocery store, and this lady came up to me and said, I don't have any broccoli. Oh. And I said, ma'am, we're all out of broccoli. I don't have any more broccoli. won't have it until tomorrow. She said, okay. She leaves. Two minutes later, she comes back to me, and I'm stacking oranges, and she says, sir, I can't find that broccoli we were just talking about. I said, ma'am, we won't have it until 8 a.m. tomorrow. When the truck gets here, we don't have any more broccoli. I'm so sorry. She leaves. A couple more minutes later, she comes back. and I don't mean to be so forward, sir, but I can't find that damn broccoli anywhere. And I said, ma'am, do you know how to spell cat as in catastrophic? She said, yeah, C-A-T. Do you know how to spell dog as in dogma? D-O-G. I said, do you know how to spell fuck as in broccoli? <laughs> she said, there's no fuck in broccoli. I said, I know there's no fuck in broccoli. I've been telling you for the last seven minutes. <laughs> we appreciate you listening we appreciate you getting to an hour and 21 minutes of this podcast if you're that far into the pod man you deserve something special we're gonna let ian eat one of his skittles live on air get a little asmr for you thank you and we can't wait to hear from you next week